Mr. Kurt, how are you, sir? I am excellent. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm lying. I'm, it's, it's snowing. Uh, we had eight inches at uh, about 1130, and I would say we got another, at least another three, maybe four already, and I can't see across the street. So. Oh, well, that sounds wonderful. That, that's a lot of snow. Yeah, so anytime you get a foot of snow or more in Chicago, it's not a good thing, especially when you're in the car business and you work on car lots. It doesn't, uh, <laughs> not conducive to getting anything done today, so. I wouldn't, I wouldn't no. think so. Well, um, no. so I got, I got this thing uh, going. I've, it's, we're recording, um, or I'm recording this, uh, so obviously we could play it back. So I appreciate uh, you being the, uh, the guinea pig for us on this one. <laughs> okay, I'll try not to swear too much. How's well, that? Well, I, I don't think it'll matter given the given the audience for sure. So, um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, cool. Um, just to, for those of you that don't know uh, who Kurt is, uh, Kurt Carlson. Uh, Kurt is the owner and grand poobah of all things at uh, Illinois Auto Group. Uh, you guys have been in business since two thousand six, I think. Is that right? Yeah, we start, started late 2006. I, I really kind of tell everybody, that's what it says on my cards, but we really kind of <laughs> started finding our rear end in 2007. So Okay, cool. And then you've been, you've been a customer of ours for at least like what, four or five years, I think early 2013. You got started, yeah, it started might have been, with this. I yeah, to. I think so. It seems it seems longer than that, but uh, yeah, somewhere in that range. So I know I have you, you less hair now me. than I than I did when I first. Started, so. <laughs> yeah, well, you you let me try to figure out how to make it work, so that was the first mistake. <laughs> well, cool. Well, um, if you wouldn't mind, uh, and I'm sure everybody would like to hear a little bit about your background. Kind of the the purpose for for the podcast is to interview folks that have been been in the business for a while, chat with them about you know, kind of where they got their start, you know, were you always in the cars, that kinds of stuff. And then, you know, just a little bit about, you know, kind of how you grew the business, you know, challenges, that kinds of stuff. And hopefully uh, the team and, you know, other folks will, will get some value out of uh, hearing your story. And that's, so that's kind of how we got here. Okay. So if you wouldn't mind, just tell us a little uh, bit about how you got your, got started and, you know, what you guys, what types of repairs you guys do and services, that kind of thing. Okay. Well, um, prior to this, I was, I was in a family-owned business that, that I had actually been in since I was about nine years old. Um, ended up uh, in 2000, I think it was 2005, uh, my cousin and I, who were owners of it at that time, we ended up selling it. And uh, it, was, it was time to figure out what the next thing to do. So I know I didn't want to start something from scratch uh, all by myself because that would uh, end in disaster. So looking for a franchise. Always like cars. Um, and uh, found at the time it was uh, owned by a company called uh, Automotive Franchise Systems. Uh, and it was a little uh, franchise called AutoQual. Uh, concept was uh, it would uh, work on used car vehicles uh, of, of new car franchises. Um, we would do everything, you know, we took it, the car from detail to retail. So we fixed anything that was left after the detail, rips, tears, burns, stains, those kinds of things uh, on the vehicles. What I liked about the business, the previous business I came out of uh, was a beer distributor. And um, 
we had it, it was it was a wonderful life. Uh, we had huge, huge overhead. Our our just our workman's compensation premium for one year was one point one million dollars. It was a you know so there was a ton of of uh, you know we 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 had lots of money, but uh, there was a ton of expenses. So what I liked about this franchise was there was no very limited overhead. It's basically mobile services. You don't have to have a lot of brick and mortar and uh, you can scale it quickly, um, you know, and uh, a lot of it falls to the bottom line. So that's, that's why I got into the business. Um, I found out very quickly that there was a boatload of paperwork that went along with this. And from the very beginning, when I got in it, I was hounding whoever was at the, uh, helm of the franchisor that we had to get some type of system uh, that would automate, you know, our invoicing. I mean, our guys would handwrite invoices, which right there was a disaster. Uh, then my managers would hand enter those invoices into QuickBooks, which was another disaster. And then I would have the accounting people try to figure out what happened in all of that phase uh, to get it corrected. So scaling wasn't as easy as I thought it was going to right. be. Yeah. I remember um, uh, when we first looked at, uh, you guys getting spun up on, uh, using, using uh, recon pro, just taking a look at your QuickBooks. It was, it, it was, a uh, definitely u unique to say the least. And by unique, I mean, arguably the most complex, uh, small business setup, uh, to this day that I've ever seen inside of QuickBooks. I don't, I don't think there's too many folks that, ever taken it to that level of detail that you guys were were able to so but yeah definitely entering well, the data. That, that wasn't a plus see that that was the part <laughs> what that was the problem because that had my fingerprints all over it and I definitely killed it by making it too uh, uh, too intense I mean we, we created a lot of great points that we could uh, uh, track information and so forth on, and still do to this day but it was it created a very complex yeah. we definitely yeah. so, definitely see that a lot with uh, companies that are, you know, especially with QuickBooks, you know, you don't, in, in the lack of having a tool that's specific to the industry, you know, you, you see all right. different kinds of solutions, spreadsheets, you know, whiteboards, you know, various yep. different QuickBooks stuffs, you know, and then the other thing that I've, uh, and I don't know if this was your experience, but, uh, you know, chances are a lot of the, the managers and stuff, you don't probably want them poking around and seeing what uh, owner equity you're taking out of the business in there. And if you just give them no. access to QuickBooks, that, that possibly could happen. Well, and I mean, I didn't, my, my managers would basically, I, I had kept the accounting firm from the old beer business okay. and they were basically my back office. But the downside of that was that was a tremendous cost. We were paying probably in the range of 35 to $40,000 a year to have them on board, which I mean, I can get a bookkeeper for, you know, a third of that cost. So, you know, but because it was so complicated, I had to have somebody that could, that could handle all of that stuff. And it sure wasn't going to be me. So I just created the mess. I let other people work through it. No, so you guys kind of came to the, came to the rescue. That's, that's awesome. So are to this, you guys are still, you're, you're still a hundred percent mobile. You don't have any shop space like you were talking about with the uh, lots of snow. I mean, that means there's, you're not, you're not going to be on the lot in that, that type of weather in Chicago, obviously. No, no, not at all. I mean, at, at this point, in fact, now, honestly, this is going to sound weird, but I'm, I'm very thankful it's happening now 
because it'll give the weekend for the guys to get the lots cleaned up uh, and we can we can possibly start again on Monday. But in in all honesty, it only leaves Saturday because this is supposed to go on until about six, seven o'clock tonight. Oh, okay. So, I mean, they, they were they were saying about, you know, originally it was like eight to ten inches. Well, like I said, we got over a foot already and I think we're going to go well past. I mean, I'll bet it's going to be 14 to 16 inches by the time it's done. So that's that's a big snowfall in this area all at once. Yeah, so I'll be lucky to get working on Tuesday. Historically, Chicago's, you know, pretty, pretty cold. You guys do get quite a bit of snow. Uh, definitely. More oh, yeah, we do. But it's. Yeah, but it's not all in once. That's the thing. I mean, you know, we always joke about people coming around here because it's like, well, we know how to drive in it. We know how to get through it and so forth and so on. Cause it's just, it's an, un, you know, from, from early December through definitely late February, this is what we deal with, but usually it's not like where it shuts you down. And this is kind of, this is that kind of snow. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. So when you, anyway. when you first got started, what, what was it like getting started? I mean, did you, were you initially, you know, repairing vehicles or did you go about trying to find, find technicians that were already knowledgeable about this stuff? Or that <laughs> Now see, if, if, if my employees heard you say that, they would be rolling on the floor, laughing their butts off. Uh, <laughs> for me to touch any of that stuff and work on the interior of a car, they would, they would absolutely tell me to get out of their way. Uh, no, that was never my intention. In fact, that was the, the one of the big changes I I did with the with the franchise that we bought. Originally, it was kind of you know get in the van, uh, start working it, build the business up, then you know get enough, bring somebody in to help you. Then they start so get a van for them, and then you kind of get out of the van. And my thing was no, I'm not. I'm not. That would not be. That would be counterproductive based on my my talents because they're not. They don't lean that way at all. <laughs> so no, I've not. I, I actually set it up as an executive model. I hired a, uh, I actually found a couple managers right off the bat, was very lucky. Uh, one of the guys came out of, um, he was the uh, facility manager for the, one of the largest car maxes here in Chicago. Okay. And uh, just timing was perfect. He had, he would decided to leave them. He was going to go work for Lithia or one of the other companies that said that they wanted him in Chicago and then they changed their mind and wanted to move him out to Denver. And he's like, no, <laughs> not moving. So he was unemployed and, uh, you know, was able to pick him up and his name was Jim Mervis. I credit him. He, he did a tremendous amount of getting this thing off the ground and going in the right direction. So that's awesome. So and he, he was... loved and he loved recon pro when we finally found it, you know, he, uh, uh, he he was very pleased. Very pleased. That's awesome. Yeah. I so he so you had the managers and then the managers um, then kind of run run the crews, correct? Yeah, that was it. I had a uh, I had a crew down in um, uh, Bloomington. Uh, normal that actually was in place when I uh, purchased the franchise. Um, this gentleman had been a friends of one of the owners of AFS and. Um, had been kind of noodling around with it. So that was a good jump off place. Uh, but then I found Jim up here in the Chicago market and, uh, uh, you know, again, we got it, we got it rolling up here, uh, early January of 2007. So that was kind of the, where it all started. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's cool. Um, now you guys, you, you approach the market a little bit differently. Um, you know, than, than a lot of folks and, you know, specifically with your, 
inspections and kind of your, your go-to-market strategy? You know, care to comment on, on how you guys approach it? Or is that too much secret sauce? No, I mean, it's, um, you know, there's a lot of other folks that do uh, this, this type of business. I think there's probably three major uh, competitors in our field. Um, you know, how, how we differ is some ways good, some ways bad. I, I think the good thing is we focus on the interiors. Um, we have a program. We don't, you know, we're not going doing what, what's phrase pick and choose. We don't get on a lot and, and ask them what they want us to do. Um, we basically sell them a program. Uh, under the program, we go out. Every car that's on the used car lot is something that we go through. Um, every new car that that every new used car that comes onto the lot is something that goes through the service and we bill for. Uh, and then as uh, the car sits in inventory, if it's test driven and so forth, we'll do a thing called a refresh on that car at no additional charge. Um, the What I see is the strength of that is once we're managing the inventory, that's really what we're doing. We're managing their inventory. And we can manage how that inventory looks um, which is, is kind of, that's, that's our secret sauce. I mean, uh, you know, the people that love us the most are the salespeople because they know they can show a car with confidence. If they see that driving style sticker on the window, they know that, okay, we've been through that car. There's no surprises and, you know, they're going to be able to have a good piece of inventory to sell. Right. And so you that's, that's kind of it. You spot check, uh, good. your, you spot check your guys pretty, pretty closely or the managers do. I recall you had a, pretty comprehensive like a uh, quality assurance program or quality what is it quality well, audit yes yep it's a quality audit program but actually that that came out of my absolute hate for hourly wage um, when they started this you know that that was they said okay well you start everybody and you, you know you start them at whatever at that time early on it was like eight bucks an hour I think now when I'm training people we train them at 12 bucks an hour and we move them to the 14 15 pretty quickly but um, I, you know, my, for everybody's head to be, to me to be in the same place and aligned with the same things that I wanted to be aligned with, you know, I knew a, a commission-based pay for the technicians was going to be the way I wanted to go, but you can't have it straight commission without some ability to go back and check and make sure that, uh, you know, the quality is there in the first place. So about 25%, maybe a little bit more of our technicians income comes off the quality audit system, which you guys helped me put together and, and, and get on Recon Pro. Um, it's, it's really awesome. I mean, that, that, in fact, that has become the basis of our training for a new technician because in that, in that quality audit process, we teach the guys exactly how to find every single little thing that might be wrong with the interior of the vehicle and you go through it. Right. And now as we're starting started moving into exterior services we're going to we're putting together the same type of thing which i'll be talking with somebody at recon pro soon uh, of developing and, and adding now an exterior uh, audit program besides so yeah I, I, it's actually it's interesting you mentioned that i spoke to a uh, gentleman that was uh talking about you know commission and they they do uh kind of full automotive reconditioning but just about all of their uh folks that you know quote unquote work for them are they're, they're contractors. They're not, a, they're not employees. So it's nice to see that you're, you've got employees, but what they are doing with the commissions, which is interesting is uh, they had these reports where basically every day 
they would show, you know, who's, who's make every, everybody's pretty much on the same commission level, but they were showing how much each person was, uh, their revenue was. And then, Oh, that's good. It was good. Except what happened is they didn't, they don't have that quality, uh, quality audit. Um, and so the, so the technicians just start like they start competing with each other and they just start cherry picking the easy cars. Right. Right. And you know, on a no. package deal, then they're going to get the same amount on an easy car as they are going to get on a car that's, you know, possibly needs a little bit more work. Well, and that, and, and again, that's, that's part of the problem and, and you have to manage, you have to manage to that. I mean, because that, that's not the only thing. I mean, we put production bonuses out there and a couple other things, but I think, what we've just started doing is paying a lot more attention to, you know, hiring the right type of people um, so that when we're going through that process, yeah, I want somebody that wants to make money, but I also want somebody that's going to have some pride in the work that they do. Cause trust me, I've had the other side and it's like, yeah, the quality audit, that, that is a nice safety uh, for that. You know, it, it ends up and we're actually probably going to increase right now. I take, 5% of the vehicles that they do within a month. Uh, and that's pretty much the number of vehicles that we go out and, and check on. Um, I'm toying with the idea of increasing that because as, as we're starting to scale, I think we need to look at a little more of those vehicles on a regular basis. It gets a little more expensive because I've got to have more people to do it, but uh, uh, I think it'll pay off in the long run. Nice. Do you still have the managers going behind the guys doing that stuff or? Actually, right now, it's um, uh, I do it along with uh, my salesperson. Both the managers I start with have, have gone on to other things. Okay. And uh, we had kind of, you know, when I started it, it, it was I had more money than brains, and I threw a lot of it into the business. So we had a pretty quick growth curve there. It was not sustainable the way we had done that. So I kind of cut my teeth and learned what, what, we needed to, uh, what we needed to do. The last... Mike was the last one that left. He left two years ago. Um, we're a little smaller, but we're twice as profitable. And, and now I feel like we're headed in the right direction. Both of my sons are in the business. Nick, I think you've met, I think you met both of them. I'm not, I'm yeah, not, I, I, I know I you met Joshua, so. my eldest. Yeah, I yeah. think I have met both of them. Um, I'm, I'm to the point now, both of them are in it almost since the beginning. And it's kind of time like, all right, I'm, <laughs> it's, it's getting time for me to back out a little bit and you guys need to step up. So I'm going to be putting them more into the management positions and uh, instead of production and then kind of going from there. Cause right now they're both in, uh, in vans. So I want them out of the vans. Out of the vans. That's cool. What, um, when you, when you were first getting started and, you know, along the way, I mean, you said that you were, you know, had, had more money than brains and you guys, you know, were able to ramp up pretty quickly. What, what were some of the, the issues you guys ran into when you were kind of gaining, gaining traction in the market or was it always pretty, pretty smooth other than spending a lot of money on it? No. Well, I mean, initially it was kind of at, you know, back in when we started um, while the business had been around, it really hadn't been fleshed out. I guess that's, I mean, it was still something that you could walk in and talk about and, and people were impressed with, what, what was getting done and so forth on the vehicles. Um, you know, now it's a little more jaded. We had, uh, well, we went through the whole recession thing. I mean, that not only did that affect a lot of car dealers, I mean, that, that kicked a whole lot of people square in the teeth. I mean, our business dropped off dramatically in that time period. Just, I mean, 
heck, there were dealers gone. There were customers that just right. ceased to exist. You know, so that was kind of it. I think it was just more of, you know, we grew it real fast. I wasn't paying a lot. This was prior to quality audits. This was prior to, um, you know, really knowing what it was that we were trying to accomplish with the, you know, with the, with the business. I mean, my, my goal at the time was just get as many cars as we could get. Now my goal is, you know, I, I want to provide our, our customer with the ability to sell more cars. You know, that's, that's more of our focus and how do we do that and how do, how do we help them be a little more profitable uh, along those lines? You know, now we offer, um, warranty program and so forth. So there's, there's lots of things now that we're starting to branch out into that. Uh, I think long-term are going to be much better for our business. It's much more sustainable than just the one thing that we were doing. Gotcha. Yeah. We're seeing that a lot more with, you know, reconditioning companies, you know, or interior repair, what, what have you really trying to focus on helping the, the dealers get their cars frontline ready you know, as quick as, as quick as humanly possible. So being responsive, having somebody that's going to consistently check on them. Um, We've also seen a lot of folks have uh, kind of a, it probably wouldn't make sense for where you guys are located, but uh, definitely in the warmer climates, we see a lot of companies do the uh, service, like in the, they actually have like a sales rep in the service drive writing estimates for retail customers. Um, so we're seeing lots of lots of stuff like that for sure, but that's that's cool. I didn't know about the the warranty program. That's 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 new. Yep. No, I mean we've actually we always had one, um, but it was never something. About three four years ago, um, we started looking at uh, setting it up in such a way that it was something that our customers could sell, because there's plenty of warranties out there that you know uh, F and I sell right now for vehicles, but on the on the majority of them are sold on new cars um, because our world is used cars and the way we do the program, it's, you know, we can certify a vehicle that may or may not be something that a previous insurance company would want to insure. Whereas we did the work and it's a repair only type warranty, but again, you know, one of my better customers is one of those insurance companies and we go out and, and fix their customers' cars at their residences and so forth. So that's kind of what got me interested in it. And uh, there seems to be a market for it. So we're still kind of fleshing that out, but uh, yeah, there's some interest in that too. Awesome. And I think you guys will play a, you'll, you'll play a part in that too, because I, I, again, I think it'll help us being able to track the vehicle through Recon Pro is going to help us long term. So yeah, actually, that's another thing I'll be talking to you about. Yeah, the I was going to bring up we have a uh, uh, not to pitch you on other stuff we've got on the call, but um, we actually have a, a service contract piece um, that's specifically for that. So it doesn't oh, manage cool. it doesn't manage them like signing the paperwork, but it helps you manage the warranty and. Uh, what services were done. And then if, you know, there is a claim claim on that or whatever, then you'd be able to dispatch that out to a tech. So I'll have to have to chat with you about that, but it might be, might be right up your alley. We actually uh, designed it uh, probably like four years ago, three, four years ago uh, with a company out of Texas that uh, did wanted to do that for, for dents. Uh, and then, oh, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's no, cool. that sounds, yeah, I'm uh, definitely let's uh, after this, I'm interested because it's uh 
you know, we've, we've, we've diddled around in it a little bit and uh, all of a sudden it's starting to get a lot of traction and I'm like, okay, <laughs> once again, I don't want to create a, uh, a, a bottleneck. So yeah, definitely. Let's, let's talk about it. That's awesome. Cool. Well, if you were, if you were going to chat with somebody that wanted to get into the, you know, kind of cosmetic auto recon space, what would be one piece of advice that you would give them about getting started the, the right way? <laughs> um, I mean, it doesn't have to be just one, but you know, what's what, some, some advice for somebody that's, you know, kind of new, new in the space and. Well, you know, again, it's, um, be ready. I mean, you, you better be well-funded. You better be very committed. Um, you're not walking into a business that is, uh, nobody is going to meet you at the door and go, Oh my gosh, where have you been all my life? Here's my money. Um, you know, you're going to, you're going to have to find a way to be different. You're going to have to find a way to be better than, than what's already out there. And, uh, you know, go from there. Once you do, like I said, the, the business model itself, I love it. I mean, it's, uh, it, it's a highly profitable, uh, uh, business, but again, it's, you know, you gotta, you gotta sell it every day and, uh, and make it work. I don't know. I don't know if that's good advice, but no, that, that, that'd be that advice. That'd be well, the advice. Be, be ready. Yeah. Got to <laughs> have, have, have some money cause it might be hard to get some new accounts and be committed. You know, that's, I think that's super yep. advice and selling every day. What, um, and actually, I didn't see you at uh, Mobile Tech Expo this year, but uh, we actually did a presentation uh, on what we've seen in in the market, and you know, it was it was actually pretty pretty scary. I think it was probably because it was a low hail season, but we were seeing like average repair costs down like over nine percent, uh, total car counts down were you know down you know somewhere like eighteen twenty percent. Are you seeing any of that okay. near you or is it, is that kind of isolated? To... You know, I, again, I, I don't know if, I mean, we, we grew about 18% last year. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, and, and my goal is to, I mean, I've, I've got a five-year goal. We want to really kind of get it to where it needs to go. Um, I, you know, again, I think the car business, if you're just looking at the, you know, and again, I don't deal necessarily in, in hailstorms or the consumer side. Okay. My, mine is strictly business to business. Car business for the most part was still, I mean, it was leveling off, but it was still up. And, uh, you know, for the most part, we, yeah, we found a, a, a pretty positive, uh, uh, a pretty positive year out of that. So, uh, you know, I, I added personnel. And I'm, and I'm looking forward to the same thing this year, but again, I'm, I'm way underdeveloped in my marketplace. So I, you know, I'm, I'm embarrassed at where I'm at. We need to grow it a lot faster and, and then kind of go from there. So, yeah, we, it was, uh, it was pretty crazy. We saw, you know, average, you know, the average repair price going down, uh, average, uh, you know, car count going down, obviously revenue was down and the number of techs that are active went up. So it's, uh, yeah, no, no. I, in fact, that, that was what I was just going to say. I was going to say that's probably why, because you've, you've, you know, got such a uh, competitive market space right now. I guess that would be my other piece of advice to somebody looking to come into this business. Don't <laughs> at the moment. Don't it's, it's highly, uh, uh, there's, there's a lot of folks in there. And I mean, and, and that's kind of what our, 
our approaches at this point. I'm I'm tired of watching folks that are that that don't care about the business or the product they produce and so forth as much as we do getting business. Those are my targets. You know, I think that's that's where we want to try to get some of the business out of these other guys and and uh, and go from there. Because again, for the most part. Like I said, I don't think anybody you're going to walk in and and they're going to go, oh, I've never had anybody do that before. You know, I mean, it's kind of like, yeah, it's all out there. It's just a matter of you got to be better. You got to make it easier for them. You know, it's it, it, and that's the other thing. You didn't even say that, but that's that's part of it. You know, we have to make it easy for our customer to use us big time. And, you know, I think having the 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 automated system right now, I mean, Come on, it's you can't beat it. So that works out well. That's awesome. Well, cool. Well, I think I'm fresh, fresh out of questions. Um, only last one, and only because I heard it on uh, Tim Ferriss's podcast, um, which <laughs> I, I definitely want to hear what you have to say. Uh, he always asks folks uh, on his podcast, you know, is there a recent purchase, hundred dollars or less, that's had a significant positive impact on on your productivity? Hundred dollars or less, and don't tell me like a squatty pot yeah. or something like that. Um, yeah, there is. I mean, it's but it, yeah, it's not. It's something more direct to uh, uh, our services. Sure. And uh, we we found a new supplier uh, on something that uh, uh, has helped us out. But you know what? I can't. I really can't go into. Because that is some secret sauce, but yeah, we did find something. It, it it cut our it cut our expense in that area uh, by a factor of three. So oh, wow. that's I'm, huge. I'm I'm excited about it, and uh, yeah, I'm hoping that we can uh, we can actually work it into something else. So we'll see what happens. Excellent. Well, you still there? I am still I here. Heard, I heard I was, rustling noise. <laughs> I was coughing my head off and eagerly trying to hit the hit the mute button. So I apologize. <laughs> Gotcha. Well, well, Kirk, gotcha. thank you so much for, for joining us. I really appreciate it. Uh, hopefully this uh, hits the airwaves in the next uh, next week or so, and I can hear how, how, how dumb I sound on the call. But uh, you've been a rock star, so thank you very much. I appreciate you taking the time today. No problem, Nick. Have a good one. Take care. All right. Thanks, Kurt. Bye-bye. Mm,